Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Saturday evening recapping the Philadelphia Phillies taking Game 1 from the Atlanta Braves. This was a game that had you on the edge of your seat throughout it all. The Phillies um, bringing in the bullpen there in the fourth inning you know, with just two outs. I mean, that was very, very bizarre. Um, you know, Bryson Stott able to come through with the, you know, with the one nothing, uh, with the RBI single to put the Phils up one nothing to play Bryce Harper um, early on. That you know, I think allowed maybe Topper to feel a little bit uh, more. Um, a little more uh, confident in going to the bullpen there with Ranger. But I, I also think it was partially that, but also partially he wanted to keep Ranger's pitch count low. And actually, you know, after the game, you hear him say that, you know, it was the kind of the game plan all along and they didn't tell Ranger Suarez. I thought that was really, um, really smart on his part because if he had told Ranger, hey, you know, we're going to go into this game – um, with the mindset that if, you know, first sign of trouble, we're yanking you and we're putting in Hoffman or whoever. You know, that would have, I don't think Ranger would have pitched as well as he did. I mean, Ranger went out and it was, you know, one, two, three up, one, two, three down, one, two, three up, one, two, three down. He looked really, really solid first time through. Two ground ball hits, um, and that, uh, and that allows the, and, and, Really, two ground balls, not two ground ball hits, but two ground balls get through, um, or not through, but the second one was a fielder's choice. Uh, and, you know, he's unable to get through there, but Jeff Hoffman comes in, gets them through the end of the order, and then I thought Sir Anthony Dominguez pitched, you know, pretty well. Uh, I'm not going to say he was brilliant or anything, but, you know, he finally trusted, it seemed like he trusted his stuff. It seemed like he was a little more confident out there, which is awesome. Jose Alvarado was electric. Orion Kirkering, I mean, he, you know, the three batters he faced sent them down in seven pitches and then got to Acuna the next inning, and that was after the offense. Um, you know, he, he was sitting in the du- in the dugout on the bench for too long, and that, that's what did him in. Matt Strom, I thought he, you know, was able to get through there, and what a play by Trey Turner. Trey Turner, you know, affected the game tonight in two ways. One with his gl- three ra- three ways really. One with his bat, then his speed, and then his glove. Multiple times. I mean, he had that one uh, line drive catch uh, late on in the game. I forget who was off of, but then to come through there in a big spot with runners at the corners and to turn a double play was a brilliant job. And Bryson started a great job to, you know, to get it get in his glove, quickly fire it over to Bryce. You know, we saw them struggle with that throughout a lot of the regular season, but for them to turn it there was awesome. Um, you know, that's uh, that's the pitching, and I was very, very, as I'm sure everyone was in that situation when we saw, you know, Topper pull uh, Ranger Suarez to go to um, the bullpen. I think a lot of people were like, whoa. You know, myself included, I was like, this is a dumb decision. This is a poor decision. Why are you doing this? You know, and then the way the bullpen, you know, everyone was able to go out there and and did their thing. I thought that was great. I thought that was great confidence and topper for the bullpen. 
And I thought that was, you know, a good look at how the bullpen could handle that type of situation. And I thought Ranger, you know, when he first went back to the dugout, I think he was, you know, he was pretty peeved. And he deserved to be. I mean, he pitched a heck of a game, and that's what you want to see out of your pitcher. And if anyone's sitting around there right now thinking to themselves, and I'm not saying anyone is, but thinking to themselves, oh, Ranger's a selfish player. No, he, if anything, he is more ticked off that he's being, you know, asked to leave because he feels as though like his manager doesn't have confidence in, in him to go out and do the best he can for this team. I mean, he's tasked with the, you know, the opportunity to go up against Spencer Strider, the, you know, potential NL Cy Young winner of the year. And he's got to go out there and he's got to, you know, make and keep his team in it. And he did an excellent job through three and two thirds. Um, But I think once, you know, you saw Topper go over and talk to him and, you know, with Diego, and I think that kind of calmed him down. And I think that, um, you know, I thought Ranger, you know, I think he also told him, hey, listen, you're, you might need to pitch, uh, you might need to start later on in this series, one, and two, you might need to appear later on in the series just out of the bullpen. So huge, very important there to keep his pitch count down. Now let's get to the offense. So like I said, Bryson style with the big single, Bryce Harper, man, with a line drive homer. I mean, if you blinked, you missed it. I mean, that thing was out in a, in a split second. Great job by Bryce Harper. First pitch swinging. You know, you had a feeling that he was bound to break through with a with a big one at some point, and he did just that. Um, they loaded the bases in the top of the eighth, and I know it was a controversial call on JT Real Muto's catcher interference, but if you notice, JT, first of all, you could listen to it. You could hear the two pops uh um of the ball hitting the the of the bat hitting the ball and then it hitting the catcher's mitt and you could also see the bat graze the catcher's mitt not only that but Sean Murphy I mean he was he was ticked that it was called and he wasn't barking at the ump he was mad at himself in that situation that's how you knew that's catcher's interference and he knows it um so you know, a big, big opportunity there. And then you see their fans throwing garbage onto the field. Honestly, I mean, come on, guys. Like, if it was in Philly and it was the other way, would we have done that? I think you would have heard booing, but I would hope to God no one would throw stuff out on the field. But please, I'm so tired of the of the hate that the Philly fans get. Like we're the only fan base that ever, you know, has done a bad thing in their lives. And it's like, all right, come on, look at the Atlanta Braves. I mean, you could tell it was catcher's interference. You could hear it, and by Sean Murphy's reaction, you knew that he knew that it was catcher's interference. So come on. Um, but you know, I thought the offense did they string together tons of hits. And really, you know, go out there and, and put together a great game? Not necessarily. I mean, they only had uh, six hits. Um, but, you know, I thought that what they did very well and something that, you know, we would have criticized them earlier in the year is they were able to string some together um, and get some clutch hitting when they needed it. I mean, that base is loaded right there. That run doesn't score if the bases aren't loaded. You know, that you know, that would have just, you know, if, if, uh, if 
Bryce Harper hadn't gotten on um, and Stott hadn't gotten on, you know, that would have just have been bases loaded with Castellanos coming up. So I think from that point, you have to say to yourself, you know, okay, that was a very, very solid job against Spencer Strider. I mean, Spencer Strider is personally my pick to be the Cy Young. I mean, you saw it tonight. He's, you know, he's dominant. He's got that fastball working. Um, he mixes in a really, really uh, dominant slider in there. It's a tough, he's a tough cookie to crack. I mean, that's for sure. But, um, you know, I thought that the Phillies offense did a, did an outstanding job against them, all things considered. And, I, I mean, you know, I just got to say hats off, though, to the bullpen. I mean, you see seven pitchers come into this game. Great job. All around. I mean, I was, you know, on the edge of my seat the whole time, on you know, sitting on pins and needles, just, you know, so anxious every time they brought in someone else. And it, it you know, they were able to get it done. I mean, you know, and at the end of the day, that's that's what matters is can you get it done? And they did that. Um, you know, I think that also with the off day tomorrow, they can rest these guys, come back Monday. And it's Zach Wheeler on the mound. So let's talk about Monday. So, again, as I just said, Zach Wheeler's going to be on the bump um, for the Phillies. You know, and coming off that electric start he had against the Marlins, Wheeler, you know, hopefully is going to go out there and give you a, a, a solid start. Um, you know, I think with Wheeler, he hopefully we'll be able to build off of what he was able to do against the Marlins. And hopefully he's going to be up for the challenge against the Atlanta Braves. Um, you know, I think it's like Kyle Schwarber said very well uh, yesterday before, you know, the game in the, uh, in the, in the press conference, he said, they know us well, we know them well. So that's hopefully what you see out of Zach Wheeler. Hopefully he's able to take the knowledge he's built off this Braves team that he's had all year and keep them off balance and, you know, really, really go out there and do a good job. Max Freed is who the Phillies will be going up against. We know he's had some issues with the blister. Um, he, you know, that's a, that's a big injury. Um, hasn't pitched in quite some time. We'll see how he does. And, and, I mean, listen, you have to be able now to take advantage of the Braves with, the fact that there's some questions going on in the back of their minds, I'm sure. I mean, listen, this is this is a team that has, you know, not been shut out at home in two years. This is a team that, you know, is not used to that type of stuff, facing adversity throughout this season. Um, so that's, you know, that's also something that can be said as well um, for Atlanta. But, you know, Max Fried, he's a very capable pitcher. He's a very solid pitcher, but you have to be able to go out there and handle your business like you were able to do, like you were able, um, like you did today. So, you know, right now, from what I'm seeing right here, 71 degrees and sunny. Um, and, you know, the Phillies, listen, this is a this is a Phillies team that I think is very confident. They're very confident in what they can do. I mean, I think we've seen that. We, we know that they're confident. Um, we know that they have really just done a great job at understanding, I personally think, what it takes 
to, you know, um, stay in games and what it takes to be able to um, go out there and, and do your job. I also think that the same can be said for Rob Thompson. I thought he, when he pulled Ranger today, I said, that's terrible. That is a terrible move by Rob Thompson. That was awful. You know, I was ticked off, but then it worked. And I'm not saying you can get away with that all the time. I mean, if he does it, if he does that same thing again, like with Zach Wheeler on Monday, it's not going to work. I mean, it's just not going to. You know, with wheels going out there, you got to hope that he does um, not exactly what Spencer Strider did today, but he's able to go out there and give you solid innings against this Braves team because now you've ticked them off. I mean, you know, as if it wouldn't have already have ticked them off enough with. The way that um, the Philly, you know, if the Phillies had beaten them, uh, you know, at all tonight, or the fact that the Phillies had taken three out of four in a five-game series last year uh, in the NLDS when the Braves went in there thinking they were far better than any team, um, I definitely think that you know, for the Phils, uh, you know, you got to go in there and you got to be just as confident as you were tonight. But you can't be complacent. You know, hopefully they're not going to be complacent. Freed's a lefty, which I'm sure is going to throw some guys off balance. I don't think it's going to be, you know, a lot of the same production you saw today out of Bryce Harper and Bryson Stott. Um, but hopefully you're able to see something along those lines from other guys. Hopefully we'll get to see Cassiano step up. Hopefully we get to see, you know, maybe a moment where Christian Pache gets a hit a big hit or something like that because I'm sure he's going to be in the lineup um, and they'll have Brandon Marsh on the bench. But you know what? You got to take it, like I've been saying all the way, one step at a time, one pitch at a time, one inning at a time. Don't be, don't get yourself too concerned about, okay, we're coming back to Philly. Uh, you know, no, just keep doing what you've been doing. That's what the Phillies need to be doing. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in to the 610 podcast tonight. I'm Jay Hollihan again. I will be back on uh, tomorrow to discuss the Eagles, uh, recapping the Eagles game against the Los Angeles Rams. Hopefully they're able to come away with a win there. Um, and, yeah, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And, as always, I'll talk to you next time. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Wake